Welcome to Unfurled, where we look up our articles literally as we start. Like on stream, we're looking at, we're looking up what to talk about. No. <laughs> no, nobody does that. We don't do that. I'm trying to turn this back on. Unmute. Unmute. Okay. Welcome to episode negative 30. Welcome. Of Unfold, where we're going to talk about all kinds of cool shit. Mainly, we're going to talk about how to be a disgusting cheater and uh, get uh, Pokemon Go. Wait, I thought, I was going to say, I thought Ashley Madison was old news. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, there there was some interesting new news that came out of that, but we, we could probably talk about that really? a little, new a little news. bit later. I'm, I'm intrigued at the new news. <clears throat> I'm going to look this up. Yeah. Um, but I totally pre-planned this like last week. I was going to do it anyway, but I'm, yep. I'm uh, glad you reminded me. I am Tal. No, you're not. I'm Roland. I'm hungry. You're hungry. That's not how you spell scandal. I'm dad. <laughs> Fucking dead jokes. <laughs> I'm a doom. Yay! And welcome to yet another episode of our shitty podcast. I had a uh, where we speak at things into your ear holes. No. Yep. I had a I had a terrible. I came down with a terrible case of not fucking heritis last yep. week. So it's good to be back. It's uh, good to be back. I actually do have a cold, and I think I've been patient zero at the. Uh, uh, meet and greet that was last week. Um, Ugh. yep. So that's not good. Great. Uh, so did, did you name, did you get a badge that said patient zero? Like I did at foray? No, but I should have. Did you just spread it around? Spread the love? <laughs> did you just sneeze into everyone's food? And yeah, that's why I was back there. I was sneezing all over the donuts. Ah, uh, I get it. Okay. That yeah. makes sense. Um, I thought those donuts tasted funny. Yeah. A lot of them had green squishy sprinkles too. Yeah. Not common on donuts. <laughs> Not common on donuts. Not common on donuts. Uh, I mean, some no. of them were pretty cream-filled, but... Oh, gross. That um, just makes me think of Van Wilder. Those coffee ones were fucking delicious. Oh, my God. I didn't have any of the coffee ones, mainly because apparently there were people stealing donuts. Were there? So many donuts. I, I had a few of them because I was explicitly told to eat them. Well, that no, that's <laughs> that's fine. But like before everyone had gotten a donut, people were taking platefuls of donuts. Oh, really? For like themselves. Oh, my God. Yeah, people were, people yeah. were being buttholes. I, I, I heard how people were being uh, dicks about the food. Uh, and I ended up not getting food uh, because of said people being assholes. And coming up, apparently for thirds, some people, like, they would go, they would get food, like, they'd yeah, stand in line back. to get food, and then they'd immediately walk back in line and just eat off their plate while they were in line for another plate kind of thing. Really? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I talked to the, I talked to the caterers, and, like, they felt pretty bad, and the main thing was the, the one guy was telling me 120 slices of cornbread... 
and there was only about 80 people there. So averaging that out to how many people must have, and some people didn't get to eat. So averaging that out to how many people went up for multiple servings, that's pretty brutal. Like, yeah, that's, I was just like, you shouldn't have to tell people not to be a dink. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not to be a fucking dick, not to take more than your fair share. Yeah. Well, now they, well, you know what? There's only one way to solve it. Just give everyone a food ticket. Yep. And once your ticket's done. That's what I was saying is like next time you're probably going to want to do like a food ticket scenario. And then it's like after everyone has eaten, if there is still some left over and you don't have a food ticket, you can now come up and get, you know, another plate kind of thing. But till then, you know what? Once you add in people, shit gets interesting. Shit gets ridiculous Mm -hmm. real fast. Yeah. Sometimes for the good, sometimes for the bad. Yeah. So uh, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the meet and greet that happened over the last weekend. It's an event that we have here in Calgary every year, um, organized by a good friend of ours, uh, Lucifer, who does it. And um, it's actually been pretty successful. Um, yeah definitely though this year was interesting because like the smoke alarm went off which happened a few times because apparently our fog machines set off the smoke alarms are amazing yeah and it's like the world's craziest <laughs> it's just some guy vaping in the back That's yeah we get it you vape dj <laughs> um and then uh what else happened oh i biffed it on my longboard um Ooh. which was fun uh a good friend of ours that is on this show uh car uh I, i'm gonna call him out for this <laughs> uh decided to play a funny joke uh while i was longboarding and he stood on the back of the longboard to uh take a ride on it while i was pushing away which jerked you off of which it and- uh made uh, added a lot of resistance i wasn't expecting and I biffed it pretty hard. And my chest still hurts to this day. I actually, I think I bruised a rib pretty badly. You tell. Uh, breathing deeply or coughing really hurts, which sucks because, as I said, I was patient zero and I kind of have a cough. So, I mean, if it was one or the other, it'd be fine. But at this point, I'm coughing and or sneezing while I have a stupid fucking sore rib that makes breathing hard. Ooh. I apologize, but I'm laughing. <laughs> it was funny, too, because uh, he kept apologizing. And I went and I was talking to, uh, to to Vox there. And I was like, I almost feel bad for how much he's apologizing to me right now. Um, and like I went inside to clean out the wound. My hands, my hand was pretty bruised up. And uh, it's a lot better now. Cause I've been putting polysporin on it and stuff. But it was pretty bad looking the, uh, the night of. And, uh, you should probably amputate. Yeah, I had, uh, you know, I was getting, like, cleaning it out and stuff, and I left him outside, and I was like, you know, I think I left him out there to suffer and wonder if I'm okay for long enough. I'll, I'll go back out. <laughs> you should have you just found some bandages or some toilet paper and, like, wrapped it around your head. Yeah. Complained about whiplash. <laughs> and just, oh, my God. I'm, you know, I, do you have your number for your lawyer just in case? <laughs> oh my god uh just just get ridiculous why because it's fun it is it is fun what are what are friends for if not to friendly rib each other oh shit on the pavement 
That is not what I meant to do. What are you doing? I accidentally canceled the stream. <sighs> so we're going to fix that. Bum, 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 bum. We're just going to turn this down a little bit. You tell. Trip. Yeah, that, well, actually, I, 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 sorry. And now that the stream's back up and hopefully working, um, uh, actually, can you just type in the stream that, uh, uh, the stream was restarted and they should refresh? Um, anyway, while we're talking about that, uh, sorry, what was the thing again? What were we talking about? You almost died. Oh, yeah. Um, I was actually told that I apparently did like a, a pratfall roll out of the fucking, ball like I, I went down and i actually like ninja rolled out of it but like it was bad though because like at the time i was like uh, like when i first fell it was there was a definite crunch in my shoulder rib area like basically from my shoulder following my collarbone down to my chest and i was like and I, like it crunched and then it hurt to breathe and i was just like Aw, did I just break a fucking rib? Like, are you serious? I I just fell down. This is stupid. How how do you break a rib from fucking falling? This is dumb. But I'm like laying there, and like I was doing the very (gasps) easily. Yeah, actually, like wind knocked out of me. Like, you know, you know the one year, like two years ago, when we went out snowboarding. Yep, and I caught my toe edge and it went forward yeah i had launched and landed on my chest and it hurt to breathe for like three or four days yeah no it's very easy to Um, break your ribs it would seem but uh so what ended up happening with that is like i'm laying on the ground and everyone's like crowded around me like are you okay and like they're trying to help me up i'm like nope Nope, nope. Just, just give me a minute. Just give me a second here until I can actually breathe again, and then we'll talk about it. Well, that that's the immediate response to, like, somebody falling, isn't it? It's like, oh, let's get him back up. You're like, nope. Don't touch me. I just, let me lay here. <laughs> yeah, just let me. Let me die. Let me lay here and question my <laughs> you, life choices for a little while. You feel like that grape squishing lady <laughs> that falls out of the barrel. Starts making out those awful, awful noises, and the lady's just standing there. And she's like, "Do I? Do d- I help her? What uh, is she being possessed? I don't. I don't know what to do. The so power of Christ compels, compels you. you. <laughs> uh, the power so, of grapes compel you. Yeah, so Car uh, is actually in the stream right now, and he's apologizing again. Which, God damn it, Car, you're making it really hard for me to rag on you. Uh, for breaking me horribly and maiming me, um, you know what? I, I'm sure. I'm sure you've only caused irreparable damage. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure it's just fine. I, you know what? You know what? It's it's okay. You know, I'm sure people like children won't point and stare and yeah. you know make fun of him for haha. That's the guy that fell on his chest. You know, I'm I'm sure it won't haunt him forever yeah uh <laughs> so um but yeah so that was my time at it i don't know if anyone else's experience was a little different i know you were behind the uh behind the bar there i was at, at the event i was yeah as well as vox got to you know everyone's got to give a who was there it's got to give a huge shout out to vox because he was uh yeah he was up in adam quite a bit and he was uh he was kicking by the end of that night you 
all look like you are ready to either die or kill somebody. Oh, you know, you know what? Or die it's and usually take somebody both. with you. You know, you know what though? It's just it's the way it's the way that scenario goes, right? I yeah. mean, when when people when people get their drink on and there's a big enough crowd, it's you know, it takes a while. I mean, people are running back and forth. I mean, you gotta you gotta give her. Like, I mean, you know, and then the whole food situation. I'm sure you're just like, man, fucking people. Yeah. <laughs> then, then I got then I got You're serving people drinks. Was it you? Hey, <laughs> never in my life has there needed to be be a donut guard, and uh, I and I was tasked. I was tasked with such with such a thing to be a donut guard these donuts because people suck. Like, <laughs> like when, whenever, ever, like, like I don't know. Could you just imagine like an armed guard at like a salad bar? Like, yeah. <laughs> just like I, I'm sorry, you've you've had enough romaine. There's other people here. And you just like <laughs> point your pepper spray at them. Like, yeah. you just touch that tomato. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my fucking god. Yeah, seriously. Like, it's you know what? It, again, and you know what sucks though? It's like there's ninety eight percent of people play nice, are respectful, and are really awesome. And then there's those few who just ruin it. Yeah, and then it ruins it. Yep. It really does. And they just like everyone else is like, well, why do we? Why do we all need to be single file and have a you know have five name tags and have security clearance to get a donut? Well, you see, it's because some people are dinks and choose <laughs> that they are the only yeah, ones and, that need donuts and ruin it for everyone. Yes. <laughs> Ne- yeah, next meet and greet, people are going to need their fucking CIA security clearance to fucking get a donut, which will be, you know, we'll yeah. we'll be like screening for USB sticks and shit. It'll it'll be the. Could you imagine if like a Dunkin' Donuts had to turn into like or uh, or Tim Hortons or something had to turn into like the Raccoon City Police Department, <laughs> where it's like to get to the records room, you need four different colored jewels you need to spin this uh, spin these two statues counterclockwise so that they face each other and lasers come out and they unlock a door which gives you two keys that give you another room yeah i'm in the like i'm in the break room and it yeah. only took me four hours of my shift to get to the fucking cafeteria ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, the shit we go through for fucking donuts it's true it's true um, i like the suggestion in the yeah. chat though for any of you who can't see it I've been I've been asked to draw a salad guard, and I like that idea. Yeah, you should just take that thing home and draw a salad guard for us. Done. Yep, I like it. Um, yeah. So that was oh no, that was my last weekend. Um, I unfortunately did not make it to this barbecue. I no. had I had accidentally planned over it, and by accidentally he means purposefully. Yep, you totally did. <laughs> sure, it on just you just kidding. didn't want to. Come. You know what? Fine. Now it is. <laughs> Fine, be that way. I retroactively to... schedule my plans over the meet and greet. <laughs> it's it's that uh, it's that common like sitcom joke where it's just like you can't fire me, I quit. That or or the uh, what is it? So do you want to come to my birthday? I can't. I haven't even told you what day it is yet. Okay, what day is it? August thirteenth. Yeah, I'm busy that day. <laughs> <laughs> Not like before they or, even. <laughs> as much as I hate to quote Family Guides, like um, the the one skit where they uh, the one person goes and shoots their brother. Like I can't make it. I have to go to my brother's oh, funeral yeah. that day. <laughs> 
Like if you really uh, wanted to show somebody that you hated them. <laughs> oh my god. I can't be there. <laughs> so you know what else I've been doing this week though? What? Masturbating? And it's something that uh Oh yeah. A few people have been doing this week. Masturbating. <laughs> uh I'm sure there have been a few people masturbating this week. Masturbation. Probably, probably somewhere around like seventy five percent of the fucking planet, but you That's know that seems than... low. Are you yeah. sure it's not a hundred and two percent? Yeah. Wait, how many percent of the population are children? Uh, I we'll mean, just, we'll just take that that chunk. Of, they, well, they don't count in statistics anyway. They're it's still probably <laughs> higher than you would be comfortable with. Hey, children's lives matter. Right <laughs> uh, that I mean, that is BLM in a nutshell. Children. Uh, anyway. But without, oh boy, without getting oh, that boy. shots fired. Um, oh. So uh, I've been oh doing, uh, apparently, I'm not alone in this either, uh, because uh, the servers have gone down with all of the people playing, but I've been playing Pokemon Go this week. Pokemon Leave? And it's, well, that that is kind of the game, Pokemon Leave. <laughs> they, they want you to go outside in the, the fucking harsh light of day. It's it's Pokewalkers, the, the real yeah. life game. You know, it's like that thing where you got to walk around with the eggs and then in, in the game and then they hatch after a few steps or whatever. Yeah, it's, it's like that, except you actually have to go outside to do it, which means it really surprises me that so many nerds are playing this game. I can't surprise you that much. I fully support the idea of this game of getting people off their ass. And yeah, like then, outside and explore. No, Pokemon Go has actually managed to do the one thing none of these other games have done. Yeah. Because these games have been around forever. Yeah. Not but, even Body Break has been able to get this many people. But off because, their asses. because Pokemon, people are fucking going apeshit over this. Yep. And, and Which is great. It, it's funny too because, like, and it's um, just Ingress. Well, that's the thing. Is that's what I was gonna say. Is uh, uh, this game like, is literally Ingress. So they probably changed nothing about it. Yeah. Added Pokemon skins. I, I have a quick tip for anybody playing this game. If you want to look up a decent place to go with a good amount of Pokemon stops and shit like that, and you don't really know where you want to go and want to plan out your day around walking somewhere, and you don't want to end up in the middle of a park with no Poke stops and nothing around you. Look up the Ingress Intel map, okay? The Ingress Intel map shows you where all of the Ingress portals are, and the Ingress portals are where they, what they base the Pokemon gyms and Poke stops off of. So really high-level portals are the ones that got gyms, and the less-seen portals uh, are, became portal uh, Poke stops and stuff. And um, so... Uh, you can actually look up where there's really high concentrations of portals and go there. Uh, in fact, the gym that's right by my house here uh, is an Ingress portal that back in the day when Ingress first started, they were taking submissions for new portals, like where to put them. And what you'd have to do is you'd have to take a picture on your phone with the location services turned on and then you'd submit it to them. And the gym right by my place is one that I submitted. And in fact, my picture that I took is the one on the gym, like no is, is the one way. on the portal. This picture here for the Poke Gym, I took that picture. That's awesome. So nice. my, my pictures are in the, the Pokemon, uh, the Pokemon Center, uh, Pokemon Gym thing. Um, so yeah, if you want to know where to go, go to the Ingress Intel map. It'll show you where all the, the portals are. And those are the Poke Stops. 
Um, but other than that, yeah, I managed to hit level 12, and I think I have an addiction problem. <laughs> but it's a walking addiction, so it's okay. Yeah, it, uh, <laughs> walking and or driving around. Uh, for those of you in Canada, or basically not the U.S. or Australia, uh, first, no, they're not banning people for downloading the app outside of the U.S. That is completely false. It's a rumor that's yet to be substantiated. Um and you can just go and download the APK, or if you're an Apple person, uh, you have to actually just make a U.S. Apple ID account and download it off the App Store. And you're good, and then you can come and play. Hallelujah. But it doesn't matter on the Play Store, right? Well, on the Play Store, like I said, you, you just download the APK off of, like, APK Mirror. That's where I got mine. Um, and you can just install it and play. It's pretty sweet. Hmm. I got a Snorlax, which is cool. <laughs> um, I, I can't why, play that. That was so funny. Yeah. So it's not all um, roses and fucking rainbows and unicorns, though, in the world of Pokemon Go. Um, as as it never is when you involve people yeah. or the internet. Well, like we were just talking about, you know, most of the people are having a good time, but then there's the few that just are ruining it. Um, so on top of the servers having a lot of trouble, like I was pretty pissed off because my phone crashed while catching a Pokemon I hadn't seen before. Um, bugged me. My phone crashed when I was trying to catch a Staryu. Piece of shit. Fucking star you. The app just will stop at random, and the only thing you can do is just turn it off and turn it back on, kind of thing. Um, but on top of all of that and all the trouble they're having, where they're trying to get their servers down and all that, people have been apparently using this to target people and mug them. Wow, really? Yeah. So in the game, you can do something. Uh, you can uh, where you uh, drop down a lure at one of the Pokestops. You can uh, put one of the these things called lures on it, which just makes a whole bunch of Pokemon just appear. Like they just show up and they do Pokemon things, and you can catch them. And then, then you can just sit there and catch a whole yeah. buttload of Pokemon. And when you drop a lure, especially during you know prime hours, you know like after work, you know after everyone's had dinner, so like six or seven o'clock, like people will fucking flock to these lures when they see them, right? Like especially in populated areas. Like if you go down Seventeenth, like um, uh, we were just actually down there buying coffee, like right before the episode. And at one of the coffee shops there, yeah, there was, like, three lures on the Pokestops, like, just in that immediate area. And, like, there was people everywhere playing Pokemon Go. And uh, so what these guys were doing, apparently, was they had the, they went to this Pokemon stop and they just kept dropping lures and waiting for people to show up and then mug them. Wow. And uh, it's funny because the police <sighs> caught them not... Only because, you know, they were stupid enough to keep dropping lures and staying or sticking around and waiting for to mug for more the people. same fucking place. Yeah, um, but also because they left the location in the app turned on. So, you know, the app that always tracks where you are. Yeah, it tracks where you are. So <laughs> if you're at every location, there was a mugging. The police know where, you know, who you are and where you're going. And uh, they were caught, and it was three individuals that got caught for doing this and d being massive dickbags about it. Bunch of pieces of crap. Yep. Um, so just be careful out there. 
Uh, don't walk out into traffic like apparently a couple people have done. Yep. Um, yeah. There's um, there's some more. Did you hear about the the other not so uh, not so nice things coming out of Pokemon Go? No. What's what else is happening? Um, I guess well the internet. So I guess this is people have been posting like nonstop like lewd and X-rated pictures with using Pokemon Go. Oh really? Yeah. So I guess like. People have been using it and then posting them. Like, there's a guy who's who's in a hotel with his girlfriend, and you can see that she's like in the corner of the room, and you can see she's like she's like facing the mirror in the bathroom, so her back is turned. Yeah, and she's got like nothing but underwear on. And he was just like, "I found a Pokemon in a very peculiar place," and it's like him lying on the bed, and there's a Diglett where his crotch is. Oh yeah, I've I've seen those pictures. Yeah, like um, just like brutal, but apparently people are posting like lots of lots of nudes and things like yeah. that with where Pokemon are, and I mean it's bound to happen because right now Pokemon Go actually has a larger, uh, more people logging into it per day than Tinder. And wow. it, uh, last time I checked, it's probably broken this by now, but it was nearing the number of uh, users per day that Twitter had. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Just fucking everyone's oh catching Pokemon. My God, so, yep. Oh, yeah. There's uh, Gunzu. Gunzuka makes a good point. Uh, somebody found a dead body in a river. Oh, yeah. They were that, looking for Pokemon. That was another thing. Uh, she had gone down to the river because she wanted to see... Uh, if, uh, you know, being near water brought more water Pokemon, uh, which turns out it is. Uh, Dratinis and stuff like that will show up near water. Uh, same with Dragonairs and stuff will show up near bodies of water. Um, uh, but, yeah, she was down there and uh, found a body washed up on the shore. Ooh. Which is, uh, you know, probably traumatizing for the type of person who'd be playing Pokemon Go. I don't imagine many hardened criminals are uh, trying to catch fucking Pikachus. Just shows what you know. Yeah. <laughs> Could you just imagine if they allowed, if they allowed that in, like, in a penitentiary? Like, during, <laughs> uh, no, honestly, like, like, during exercise time, just a bunch of convicts outside, like, ooh, look, like, just walking around the yard, just flicking it, Pokeballs. Well, I mean, it does depend on what kind of prison you're in, because, like, depending on what your crime was, uh, it's actually not that unusual for an inmate who is in for you know some type of non-violent crime and has been on good behavior to have access to things like uh be able to have a personal cell phone or and things like that yeah and, just not to so i mean if you if you're allowed a cell phone i mean maybe there is a prisoner or two playing pokemon go in the fucking prison yard <laughs> you think like that's how the prison guards pass the time like if, if they're in like a maximum security prison and they're like up in the tower they're just like Oh yeah, swipe. Uh, oh, look, Cole, that horrible rapist has a. I wonder yeah. how many uh, poke stops they have in uh, penitentiaries. Colfi also mentions that uh, the Westboro Baptist Church. Oh yeah, is a gym. Oh my I heard god, about that. that's amazing. And uh, someone, uh, someone took Jigglypuff over. is their fucking mascot. Well, someone took over that gym originally when they found out. Yeah, uh, with a Clefairy named Love is Love. Oh. <laughs> um, and uh, then afterwards, uh, basically the Westboro Baptist Church decided to make a bunch of really bigoted songs sung in the voices of things like Jigglypuff. Like, you know, Jigglypuff's, like, go-to-sleep song. The ridiculously high-pitched. Yeah, they, so they did that, but it was singing, like, God Hates Fags, pretty much. Oh, my God. 
Uh, that's how the Westboro Baptist Church responded. So basically, the moral of the fucking story is with Pokemon, people be fucking crazy. People be cray. So yeah, go out there, catch some Pokemon. Go poke a crazy. Have a good time. Go for um, a walk. Watch for dead bodies. Don't get mugged. Yeah. Yeah. Don't mug other people. Yeah, generally don't. <laughs> Go forth and mug no more. Ah, he said don't don't get <laughs> mugged. Not that I couldn't mug others. Yeah. It's a good thing you clarify, because some people will take that. Avoid the rape wolves. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, avoid the dick wolves. Um, oh, oh, don't step right. in the murder moss. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah. One one would be wary to <laughs> I regret stepping in the murder moss. Yeah. Uh, uh, one would be smart to be wary of the murder moss. Oh yeah, and we were gonna talk about the fucking um um Hans. No, that cheating website. Which one was Ashley it? Ashley Madison. Ashley Madison. Uh, Ashley Addison. So a bit of this is just a very small little nugget, they, nugget of fun. They have news. a new ad campaign. Well, not just that, but apparently um It's a, still a thing. It got posted that they were threatening to leak the information uh of somebody who used the site because he wasn't paying his bill. Basically the site that got hacked and leaked yep last so, year so there's a guy using the site and i guess he wasn't paying his bill and they you know said if you basically if you don't pay your bill we're going to involve lawyers and they basically implied that if we involve lawyers correspondence will be sent to your house with the legal information on it so your wife's gonna find out yeah she's gonna know that you're yeah. a piece of shit and uh, the guy was like, you know, why are you threatening me? And they basically told him, like, we're not threatening you. It's a fact. Like, if we send you legal documents, you it's, know, it's, it's going to say Ma Ashley Madison on it. <laughs> we're like just letting you know that if this goes this far, it's just going to be bad for you kind of thing. Uh, so <laughs> this isn't a threat. But maybe you should listen. Yeah. Uh, so that was in the news just a bit ago. Maybe just maybe didn't have a good time. Yeah, what maybe was this? You should just uh, ask for a refund. What, what I found because I didn't I didn't find that when I looked up the Ashley Madison thing. They have new advertising because they used to have the slogan "Life is short, have an affair," and now they have three new ads showing people in you know relatively mundane, vaguely loveless relationships, and then they go away to. You know, a place like a party or a business trip and, oh, she, this one girl meets a cute manager, uh, this other like slightly, I don't know, just unenthused couple meets like this attractive woman. And the funny thing about it is, is that none of these ads feature Ashley Madison as the tool for these hookups. Oh, really? No. It just shows a bunch of people cheating. It, yeah, it just shows people in regular situations wow. cheating how they always did without the use of the website. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> ridiculous. Was they just like, you already know we're scumbags, so we don't really need to put our name on it. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What I thought it? that was kind of amusing. Why is that something you can profit off of? This is just... Because capitalism, man. Seriously, they need to be torched from the face Dude, of the if, earth. If murder wasn't illegal, there'd be businesses all over set up to profit off that too. Like, 
Like people will profit off of literally anything. I mean, there's entire business sectors set up to profit off of the misfortune of others in the form of like debt buyers and shit. Like it, (laughs) we we live in a truly shitty world. Yeah. That's so so messed up though. Like as long as it's not like his shit, like cheating on someone you're dating isn't illegal. Therefore it can be monetized. Yep. That's the logic. Just like being in debt isn't illegal, therefore it can be monetized. Yeah, but the problem is is people won't necessarily use that when they're dating someone. Like, when you're dating someone, having an affair is a little bit... I don't know, do you really need to involve a company when you're just dating somebody if you want to cheat on them? Marriage is is different. It's also really just... Because it's something like Ashley Madison uses the fact that these people want to cheat but don't know how, which is like the most pathetic part of it. Yeah. Well, and the other thing too, that I'm finding with like, isn't that just so sad? That's, I, the, that's like, that's like going to the, that's isn't like going that so to, pathetic. That's like going to the ATM with your co-op card and being like, <laughs> how do <laughs> like, that's or, a fact. I don't know. It actually, it's a bit like going to a mortgage broker. I don't know how to lend money. Teach me. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be a scumbag, but <laughs> how? I don't. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, I think yeah, Ashley so- Madison would have a much more successful ad campaign with "I'm a scumbag, but I just don't know what to do about it." Yeah. Can you help me, Ashley Madison? I would. I'd laugh. <laughs> like, uh, good fucking- job, scumbag Steve. We're gonna show you how. <laughs> To cheat on your spouse. I've so, been a good, honest person. Cheat for on too my long. spouse? By golly, that sounds exciting. Yeah. So if you, uh, uh, I mean, if you want to be a true douchebag, uh, though, first step: frosted tips for hair, backwards uh, baseball cap, uh, or upside down visor. Don't forget your tap out shirt. Yeah, you need the tap out shirt. Puka shell necklace. Is oh, that even still a thing? Don't, yeah. don't don't take the tag off your baseball cap. Yeah. Puka, Puka shell necklace is going to be one of those things where if you're a '90s dude, bro, and just never left the '90s, <laughs> you oh, know, the kind of guy who still listens to Sum Forty One unironically. Add a fanny pack for flavor. <laughs> so you can be a lame douchebag. Oh, oh god. my god, that's brutal. So, like, yeah, when you want to be a douchebag, but dad is life kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> See, like, it's... Get the chub and tuck and the fanny pack going on. <laughs> See, now, now it's a good idea to be, like, to be an actually cool dad. But don't don't try to be a cool dad by, you know, not being a dad at all. Yeah. You know where some of them do that, like, I'm relatable to you kids. And it's like... Dad, go away. Yeah. Like, you don't... That's not a good... That's not a good way to yeah. parent... Yeah, no, that's... That's I mean, not good parenting. It's also, you know, you're you're losing out on half the fun of being a dad, because half the fun of being a dad is uh, laughing at your kid when they're a moron it's and hum- calling them a moron. And making your kids, like, really uncomfortable. It's humiliating <laughs> them. Oh, my God. Yeah. My- Intentionally doing lame dad shit to antagonize and humiliate them in front of all of their friends my i won't be happy every time you're every time you're driving them and their friends around you do the thing where you lift their feet up over the over the train tracks every time like the first couple times you're like haha dad joke and then after a while they're just like wait is he serious right now (laughs) it's it's kind of the case of like if my if my kids 
don't make an attempt on my life at least once. I haven't, <laughs> I ha- I haven't been hard enough on it. No, I'm just, uh, I'm kidding. But no, no, I'm going to embarrass the hell out of my kids. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yep. That's, that's, the, that's the best part about being a parent. You know, they invite all your friends over. You're standing out on your front lawn in your underwear. Hey, <laughs> welcome home. Dinner's on. Like, yep. Hi, Timmy. I'm your father. <laughs> just standing there with a feather dust. Actually, make sure they've got like three or four friends surrounding see, them. See, it's funny too, because like with the YouTubers that I watch too, I can tell which ones are going to be that dad. You know, you can always tell like just by the personality of the people. Uh, and one of the people that I know uh, on YouTube right now that is so ready to be a dad is Linus from Linus Tech Tips. He already is rocking the socks and sandals game. Like his socks and sandals <laughs> game is fucking on point. Is incredible. Well, like, and he's there's... not only that, but he's rocking socks and sandals with the fucking khaki shorts. Oh, uh, like, yeah. There are already so many YouTubers that are fathers. Oh, yeah. It's, like it, Good Mythical Morning. Yeah. Like, see, that's so weird to me, too. Like, like, and they have to be the weirdest parents. Yeah, like watching Philip DeFranco, too. Like, I've been watching Philip DeFranco since, like, back when he was doing that thing in front of the mirror with all the lights and shit. And like, like, oh, back like before he even really got a studio, like he yeah, was. Yeah, but before, before when Philip DeFranco was Philip DeFranco. Yeah, like back. Not the, the Philip DeFranco company. Like, back in the 25,000 subscriber days when like 25,000 was like, oh my God, that is so many you are subscribers. an internet God. Yeah. And, um, but I've been watching him since then. And like now he's got a kid and it's like, I. And a dog. Yeah. Qua? Jesus like he's, oh he's got like that american life going on yeah he owns a comp he owns a media company already started and sold another company is a dad like which one did he sell uh sourcefed he sold sourcefed oh really yeah he no longer owns sourcefed he sold it off oh, um, well good for him yeah so like i'm just watching him and i'm like man you used to do stupid shit out of your fucking dad's basement and now you're a multi-business owner and an internet celebrity like what the fuck you know same thing with like markiplier too like back when he was just like in his fucking bedroom at his parents place kind of thing you gotta start somewhere and now he's like you know one of the largest youtube celebrities on youtube well i like well you know what it used to be about like rags to riches like but you were a celebrity of a certain publishing house yep now it's just like that with YouTube. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. I, uh, actually, speaking of YouTube and the YouTube celebrity, I suppose we could also talk about what's going on with YouTube right now. Um, there's a couple things. There was that whole Warner Brothers PewDiePie thing that happened, apparently. What, what was that deal? I have no um, idea what's going on with YouTube. That, Please educate so, me. So that game that, uh, what was it, like Shadow of Mordor or something? Is that Lord of the Rings game or Yeah, whatever? yeah, Shadow, yeah, Shadow of Mordor. Um... I guess Warner Brothers paid PewDiePie and a bunch of other people to give positive reviews to the game. Oh, wow. And it wasn't disclosed. And people are like freaking the fuck out about it. Oh, my God. Because it's never happened before. Yeah. Well, so first off, you know, I get it. You know, you really should not be doing paid reviews uh, for not disclosing. But, well, like, I don't get why people are mad at PewDiePie because, you know, first and foremost, PewDiePie doesn't do game reviews. He <laughs> does Let's Plays. 
which is an entirely different genre. Well, let's put it this way, too. It it seems kind of weird because, honestly, I I love that game. And that game did not need to pay yeah. people for positive. Re- it was a it was a legitimately yeah. a really good game. Yeah, like, and, and and like on top of that too, uh, you know, uh, he did actually disclose it. It was in the video description uh, that you know it was a sponsored video by Warner Brothers. And uh, but the thing is, it was under the full. But the thing is, that was uh, part of the contract. It was like it had to be down at the bottom of the description, but it was there. And this is also. The video was made back in 2014. Uh, this is all stuff I'm getting off of Philip DeFranco, by the way. He was reporting on it, too. Um, uh, back in 2014, before the guidelines said that the disclosure had to be in the video, right? So they're coming down on him so hard for a review that didn't happen because he doesn't do game reviews, right? He just plays games. He doesn't review them. He doesn't recommend games. He might play it and be like, oh my God, this game is so fun. But like, he's not sitting there like dissecting the game and going, I give this game 10 PewDiePies out of barrels kind of thing. Like he's not... That's a, that's a terrible system for measurement. That um, was actually very apt for game reviews these days. Yeah, though. definitely. Um, And barrels and PewDiePie seem to be a thing. Uh, But... Is, you know, he he didn't do that. Like, he, he wasn't doing game reviews, but people are still freaking out. And part of it, too, has to do with a lot of the whole disclosure fanaticism going on right now with the whole CSGO, uh, the CSGO Lotto thing that happened, which was stupid and ridiculous. CSGO Lotto. Oh, you didn't hear about this either. Okay. Uh, so another thing that happened on YouTube was uh, to these two YouTubers, I don't even fucking know their names because I am not a part of the CSGO Lotto community. It was like... Oh, God, it was some dude, you know, typical people with the CSGO names. Fucking, I'm sure somebody in the chat will correct me. Um, uh, somebody already did correct you about Linus. Oh, did he? He apparently is a dad, married. Oh, and... he is a dad. Well, I didn't say he wasn't a dad. It's just No, you, his... you, you said he was going to be. Oh, He's going to be a good dad. I guess he already is a good dad then because his dad joke game is on point. Um, but yeah. He's uh, in full dad mode. Yeah. He's reached his final form. Yeah, so you've already sandals. been corrected. All, all bets are off. Uh, Except for CSGO, apparently. Tell me about that. Yeah. So anyway, these two professional CSGO players, and by professional, I mean like they're professional live streamers and they win tournaments and all that. Um, and they're pretty big YouTubers with millions of subscribers sort of thing. Uh, one of the things though, that they got pretty well known for was they would do streams of them betting, uh, gun skins and stuff on this site called CSGO Lotto. Uh, and they had tons of videos of them like winning, you know, $10,000 worth of skins and shit, uh, on this website. And like they had one of the first videos they had with it was, uh, one of them basically said like, Hey, I just found this sweet new website, uh, CSGO Lotto. You guys should totally check it out. Um, you know, it's a pretty sweet game, uh, or it's a pretty sweet website. You know, I'll put a link in the description if you want to check it out. Uh, blah, blah, blah. You know, I was talking to them on Twitter and they were maybe mentioning even doing a sponsorship. So that'd be cool. Uh, but yeah, well, let's go check it out. And then he starts playing this game, uh, on CSGO Lotto where it's like, you, you know, a lottery thing. You put in your skins and you may or may not get them back with, you know, other people's skins kind of thing. It's like a roulette sort of situation. Um, but it recently came out that they own it. They own CS Go Lotto, actually. 
they didn't just find this sweet new website. No, no, no. They started the website, registered the business, uh, and are owners of said website. And they're telling people to go gamble on to, their website. To CSGO? To, yeah, to CSGO to their site on CSGO Lotto. Um, and uh, yeah, the people aren't happy. And in fact, the FTC is going, really? I, uh, that's not legal. You can't do that. <laughs> that's hilarious that and they just tried to pull like. Jesus Christ. I'm yeah. just going to leave this here. And if you gamble, it's your own fault. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is like. See, I'm just like, going to tie your hand to the gambling machine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's already like the CSGO lotto skins stuff. Like the, the gambling skins is already like a weird legal gray area. Cause they're getting around gambling litigation. Cause you're not gambling money. You're gambling skins. What what about the um uh what about that one that uh, John <coughs> Oliver talked about that uh that sports gambling company that was getting uh what is it uh uh something kings um oh uh, uh yeah. DraftKings DraftKings that's the one where they're doing betting money on drafts and stuff like that but they were trying to dance around the oh it's it's not actually gambling and they're like people are putting down money for an odd based like yeah. strategy game like it it's fucking gambling well it's yeah. like like it's like the sweepstakes sweepstakes with the mathematical question to like yeah, skill testing question no purchase to necessary. make it not gambling yeah no purchase necessary mail this form you'll get like an entry in like four yeah. to six weeks um so the th the thing is though like it's already getting around a lot of stuff because like it is like i said it's a legal gray area because you're not gambling money you're gambling skins but the thing is those skins can be directly traded for money money Right. You, there, there are several websites out there that Valve actually even kind of helps out that you can just sell your skins on. And, you know, some of them are worth thousands of dollars. Like I said, you can see people winning or losing. There's a tons of videos on YouTube of people losing like a hundred thousand dollars in skins on these gambling websites. Um, so it's just, you know, you can, you can see why. And, and the other thing is though, also since it's not technically money or technically gambling in a legal sense, kids are playing these games. In fact, CSGO Lotto had a, uh, uh, their terms of service said that you had to be over the age of 13 to use it. And it's legal, even though it's only tentatively legal because like i said gray area so not only are they involved in this whole gambling ring thing but they own the website were gambling on their own website and in another stream they were caught uh, one of them uh was caught with uh he was logged in on the back end with a, a csgo lotto bot so he owns the site and was betting basically against a bot Wow. That he had made. So he it's like basically he could just set up a bunch of bots, gamble on his own website. If he ever lost to a bot, he could just go to the bot, trade the skins back to himself if he needed, and then keep going with his videos kind of thing. And it's like a whole bunch of stupid sketchy shit. People and like he's saying, like, oh, I never had access to the back end to edit the odds. 
and shit like that. And but it's sure like you did. You, you know, it's like sure, maybe you didn't, but you could have. And and that's why and the you odds know, don't matter when he can just trade well, the shit back. Right? Yeah, like, the the odds don't even fucking matter if he's trading to a bot that he can trade back from. Yeah, and so it's just like a whole bunch of sketchy shit. And it's like even if you didn't have access to it, like you could have. Like and that's why you you know that's there's why no way people, you can spin this to be a good thing. Yeah, and it's like that's why people who work at CA Seven Eleven can't participate in the lotteries that they sell. Yeah, sort of thing because other... it's a massive conflict of interest. Yeah, because you can cheat. Yeah, you have you know if you even have like even though the machine is locked down and you can't do anything with it, you have access to a machine that has anything to do with it. Yeah, which we... is enough to make this not cool and not kosher, right? So even if he wasn't the owner, but like worked there as email support. Like, that's enough, like, you probably shouldn't be betting on this website. And if your company doesn't have a provision in it saying employees cannot bet on your website, the, like, you know, that like, that's sketchy. It's sketchy as fuck. So, yeah, it's just a whole bunch of crap. And yeah, if you own a casino, you're not going to go down and play blackjack at your own table. Exactly. Like, you know, and even then, it's simple enough, like, for the code in the back end. It would be so easy to just set yourself like your one user ID as having better odds like that would not even be hard to program in. Not even kind of hard. Like I've done web development and I can tell you like setting a special class on a user like that to give yourself better odds at winning like so fucking easy or even just making it so that he only ends up playing against his own bots. Right. That would be. That's, that would be so easy to set up and you could set it up completely transparently so that it just goes off of your user ID. Oh, yeah. Kind of thing. So he could just be do that and just set itself, set himself so he just logs in and plays like anyone else. But he's only paired up with his own bots. Right. That would be easy to do. I'm not saying he did, but the fact that he could have makes it super sketchy. Oh, that's mega sketchy. You shouldn't be allowed to gamble your own. Yeah. your own game like yeah which is why like apparently there's lawsuits flying around there's a whole bunch of bullshit nobody really knows exactly what's going on you know there's a lot of misinformation floating around but the facts are he did this he gambled on his own site he didn't disclose that he owned it pretended like he didn't own it and then when he was called out went back and edited his videos to say that he did own it um wow that's wow. even like that's fucking and then made a video claiming that he oh never it was public information and that he never uh tried to hide it so there yeah people don't like him much uh you know i like i said i forgot their names but you know if you want to look them up uh there it is literally all over the internet fucking everyone's talking about philip defrang was talking about it Let's uh, just scares say, us talking about it. Like everyone's talking about it. So let's just call them douchebag one and douchebag two. Yeah, pretty much. With their douchebag incorporated. Yep. So yeah, that is the internet news for today. That's uh that sounds like the internet. At least we know, you know, it hasn't changed. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. It probably never will. Um, but yeah. Um, we don't actually have a car segment today. We don't because no. uh they're living it up in uh, the good old Edmonton, Edmontonia. Yeah. Well, they might be back now. I, I don't really know. Yeah. I'll, I'll find out when I get home. Last time I talked to them, they were on the road. But oh, okay. Well, right on. Well, they just mentioned that they wouldn't be in time. Yep. 
So, uh, I guess we can just go right into emails. We can go into emails. We can. I mean, I don't know if we should. Well, you know, there is that. Should we go into emails? We can. We we might go into emails. We, we could. We we should. Okay, we'll go into emails. All right, um, all right let's do that. I'm going to read this one from... Uh, do-do-do. Hit the button. Okay, so this one's from Grand Marshal Hex. Uh, good evening, Tal. This name is already taken. Uh, overpli- overpriced flight path chicken, underestimated dungeon boss, and boring side quest. Didn't, didn't this one get used last time? I don't know. We delete them, so but this sounds outrageously familiar, especially the underestimated no, dungeon boss. It, it, this one came in yesterday. No, 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 I know, but oh. uh, but I swear <laughs> Grand Marshal X uh, has used this before. Maybe. Uh, so he says, I've recently gotten into playing WoW. Needless to say, the amount of lore which is already present is quite off-putting for a part. Uh, sure, the starting areas do their best to try and get you up to speed, but I feel that things would make a lot more sense if you played since vanilla. On the topic of vanilla, here is an old, heavily recycled WoW joke comparing vanilla players to vegans. How do you know if someone has played since vanilla? Don't worry, they'll tell you. Onwards with today's question. Which game do you feel has the most lore behind them? Probably World of Warcraft, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, it's it's got a it's got an ass ton of lore. There is there is lore for days. But but think about Weeks. <laughs> think about how long like it's I mean it's kind of a loaded in a way it's a loaded question. Due to the fact that, of course, it's going to have the most lore. Because when did Warcraft 1 come out? Oh, God, like the 90s. Yeah, like that game. That game is severely like this is an old game. And, and it even, was already lore intensive back then. What do you remember? Like when you played when is when you finished a mission, they do like the uh, if you're doing the uh, playing the orcs and like the campaign scroll would come up and they would just it would go for like three or four minutes between each mission and the, like with the scroll text and it'd be yeah. like, Oh, this person <laughs> sacked this settlement, but because of this person and like, it would just be like lore, lore, lore. It was great. But like, there was even an ass ton in that game, like a strategy game. Like when, yeah. when other can you think of many other strategy and then, games? You know, other than Warcraft two. And then I, is there Warcraft three? Yeah. And then world of Warcraft. And then there's the books. Well, let's let's then... let's put it this way. I think Blizzard, uh, honestly, with most lore, you can just point at Blizzard. Yeah. Between Diablo, Diablo one, same thing. <laughs> I like your little whistle there. That was <laughs> that was uh, that was very um... douche flute. <laughs> um, um. So, but no, honestly, anything Blizzard, you could basically yep. point and just go that one. Yep. Because yeah, they just they they have a stupid amount of lore on but, everything they do. A butt ton of lore. Um, like um, you know, magic. It, it also, funny. they did the they did the they did the World of Warcraft movie, right? Which when I went and I saw that, and that was basically oh. introduction to the world of you know the Warcraft universe, yeah. and it was basically like just. They spent the whole movie just like we're just going to introduce all these characters, and it really just felt like the prologue to the series of movies they're going to do. Like a three-hour prologue. Yeah. You know, a game that I think would beat WoW 
in lore? Magic the Gathering. Magic the Gathering does have a lot of lore. Oh, but that's also been around forever as well. That has been around forever. Longer than WoW. Much longer than WoW. Oh, um, it. I mean, Magic the Gathering, though, the lore is a lot less important to the game, I'd say. Is it all that much more important to I mean, grinding and getting 16 well, pigskins? Okay, so in the world, in Warcraft, like in the world of Warcraft, the game, anyway. The, a lot of the every, cards in every, Magic the Gathering do have flavor in regards to what the lore yeah. is. Every time a new set comes out, there's new stories, new books, new well, lore. But hang on, now are we talking, we're, we're going to have to clarify this too, whether it's it's video games or games in general. Because if we're well, talk- he says games. If we're talking games, D and D first edition, hands down. And I mean, lore. Hands you guys down. can talk all you fucking want about WoW. I have barely touched that game for more than like two hours. So no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. Well, the, the thing with WoW and, the, and Blizzard is that every game is completely steeped in the lore. Everything you do has something to do with it. Like the reason you're fighting this guy is because of some shit he did with the lore. You know, every raid, like you know, playing just level ninety to level one hundred, and then doing well, raids. I mean, it, you're, you, know, you know, you're fighting the ogres. Yeah, and but then, you, you're saying that mad, playing Magic, like, the actual game mechanics have a lot less to do with the lore than... Warcraft. The, but, I mean, all the same, the game mechanics in, in WoW and Warcraft are... They would be the same en- with or without see, the lore. enemy fight enemy. So many of the cards that exist in Magic are based on a, the yeah, lore but, they've created for it. So, But the thing is, Magic could in- exist in- entirely without the lore ever being a thing. So it could wow, but, the but thing it is, would be super boring. Yeah, but that's the thing is like it wouldn't make magic less. It, it's like, it's it, not a storytelling element. Well, but like, the I thing mean, is, like that's the thing with magic is like if magic didn't have the lore, it wouldn't make the game boring. Right. It would still just be, you know, magic. You just play your card game because that's what magic's about. Whereas Warcraft, the entire point is the lore. And if it had no lore, it would be a super boring game. Um. Because like that's half the reason you play it is for the stories. Whereas with magic, you don't. Yeah, but I don't this, really this know also doesn't ask magic this, for this the question. Stories. Doesn't specify relevance. It act, it asks which one has the most lore. I guess, but I I would I would arguably say. But I mean, D anD D is certainly another first, strong contender. First edition Dungeons and Dragons since then. Now, oh, what holy about sweet fuck? What about the lore the people acknowledge? Because that just seems to be three point five. Well. Let, <laughs> Let's, I mean, <laughs> let's put it let's put it this way if you could count the amount of books in the amount of universes that you, they have you, in dungeons and dragons you know what other games have a lot of lore the star wars games oh yeah yeah that's yep. fair yep. ever since uh what is it because there's there's the entire star uh star wars extended universe which that's that is an entire diff like that is a whole basket of fucking oh another level yeah um but yeah i don't know there's a few games that have an ass ton of lore that you can find if you're looking for it yeah the most the most lore uh that is the end of that question though that's the end uh roland did you want to read the end next one yeah this one is from our Honored guest or honored listener, uh, Eternal Squirrel. Not honored. 
Disgraced. Dishonored. Disgraced. Disqualified. Eternal Squirrel. Yeah. Disc Squirrel. Good evening. Giffendor, Bovine Puff, Caffeinated Slitherette, and Cheese Claw. I don't, I don't really like Cheese Claw. <laughs> Why are you Cheese Claw? Well, go cheese, right? Yep. Yeah. I guess. Slitherette. That just, that's weird. I guess weird. that kind of makes sense, maybe. I feel like Slitherette. That's some sort of I, sex I feel like Yeah. I feel like you might be in Hufflepuff. I, I might be. I Te- probably would be. Teehee bovine puff. I, I don't think I'm evil enough for Slytherin. Uh, <laughs> I would probably be in Ravenclaw. I think we'd all be in Hufflepuff. I mean, come on, let's be honest. Uh, I, I don't want to admit to being in Hufflepuff. <laughs> Hufflepuff. When, when we does, celebrate our meeting. Like, at, least, at least the Ravenclaws are smart. Like <laughs> One does not simply admit that they're in well, Hufflepuff. They, they really need to balance the houses in Harry yeah. Potter. Like, well, because so the, the thing Gryffindor with the houses, is so OP. If, well, that's the thing. If I remember correctly... Um, like they weren't even all originally supposed to be in uh, Gryffindor. Like in the original idea, it was like uh, uh, I think it was um, Hermione was even in Hufflepuff, or she might have been in Ravenclaw. One of the two. But that would have made all of their interactions way too disjointed, yeah. weird. Yeah. So like she just put them all in Gryffindor. But the thing is, Gryffindor was all like the bravery and gut instinct, and then yeah, courageous and. Yeah, heroic and Let, yeah. let's just say best and Slytherin. Yeah. Best. Slytherin was all about like the uh, Gryffindor. You know, they're just OP. Yeah, <laughs> and then Slytherin was all about people who were they're like just, they just had like this natural affinity, this natural talent sort of thing. Except they're all just evil assholes. Yeah. And then Ravenclaw was all like super genius, smart people who like apparently got into like fist fights over their grades, kind of thing. And then I can't even remember what Hufflepuff was. Uh, Retards. Know. Yeah, it, it, it's the like English. Um, they're, they're the remedial class. Yeah, like I said, they're, they're the house that uh, celebrates their own mediocrity. So let's but, just yeah. put it this way: Gryffindor, we're just simply better than. <laughs> but yeah. Um, all right. Have any of you been playing Pokemon Go yet? We just spent twenty minutes talking about. Yeah, that. Yeah, we're done. Uh, <laughs> for my article, blah 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 blah. Worst things about those car readers. Uh, what? Which, I don't know. <laughs> that was the abridged version. Each e rad reader is costing the state about five grand plus fifteen hundred per training. What are e rads? I, I don't even know. What the fuck are you talking about? What's an e rad reader? Endoplasmic reticulum associated protein degradation. I don't think that's. <laughs> Police what... use new e rad strip. You know, device now... to strip funds. Now that you've mentioned it, my proteins have felt very depreciated. Have they? They have. I mean, maybe you should eat more chicken. And suffer- suffocated kumquats? Suffocated kumquats? Yes, suffocated what? kumquats. That sounds like some sort of euphemism for a freshly oh. masturbated penis. <laughs> a suffocated kumquat. These, these are the, um, the devices... suffocating it. The devices police have been using to... Take funds oh, from users' cards. Those oh, things. yeah. Okay. Yeah, the ones where they just scan cards and take money. Yeah, uh, is a new twist in civil forfeiture. That is a horrifying law. Yep. Oh, my I gosh. remember now we were talking about civil forfeiture a few episodes back. Anyway. Uh, That's scary. If you wanted to continue with the email. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's mega scary. Uh, Canada is potentially, potentially looking at ending birth tourism. 
Yes, please. Uh, you you didn't hear about this? No, I have not. Okay. So Canada and the U.S. right now are one of the uh, are the only. I actually think the only two uh, uh, modernized, modern yeah. westernized countries that allow people to just fly to Canada, have a baby, pop out a baby, and that baby is a Canadian citizen. Ah, which uh-huh. makes to me makes no fucking sense. Like, I'm sorry, you don't get a birthright to Canada just because you happened to, you know, because fall out got of a an... vagina on in a Canadian hospital. It's because they they have a loosey goosey rule. Uh... Yeah, because like uh, you know, there it's it's actually not even uncommon. Like uh, you know, when you can buy a plane ticket for fifteen hundred dollars and just quickly fly over to Canada. You know, pop out some loin spawn here, and then now you have a legal right to stay in Canada. Like, I'm sorry, no, you don't have a legal right to stay in Canada because, again, you know, a flesh bag fell out of your vagina. That, like, that has absolutely no bearing on your viability to live here, your willingness to be a Canadian citizen, your ability to work in Canada. It it has no bearing on whether or not you should be a Canadian citizen. And we are one of the only countries uh, in the world that actually has proper, you know, well, is, you know, worth live. I mean, this is going to sound super conceited, but like of all of the countries in the world that are actually, you know, worth living in, you know, super great to live in, you know, the countries where you can say you have privilege living there, you know, of all of them, Canada and the U.S. are the only countries that are still doing this to this day, which is just it's fucking stupid. Yeah. Like, why? It's, why is that a thing? It doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't exactly. It's not really OK. It's just not. like flying here from wherever and being like. Okay, now my kid's a Canadian citizen. See you later. Like, yeah, it, and then that kid now gets all this shit. And like, you know, I can understand people's desire to live here, right? I can understand why people would want to come to Canada. We're just Canada's better a, than everyone else. Well, Canada's a nice place to live. It is. Like, you cannot dispute that fact. It's good to live here, especially when you're comparing it to places like fucking, you know. Africa or some shit. Pretty much anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah, that's not really okay that people can just tap tap dance across the border and let loose a crotch ape and everything's okay. It it is rife with abuse and very similar to the whole, uh, you know, food situation at the barbecue where people are just assholes. And if they didn't abuse the system, this wouldn't be a problem. Yeah, yeah. it wouldn't be an issue if it wasn't abused. People that come in well, and they're like, hey, I have a co- I have a child here now. They're a Canadian citizen. I deserve to be here. Yeah. It, and you're like, well, uh, that's for very extraneous circumstances. You're not supposed to do it on purpose. Yeah. And well, the, the other thing, too, is like, even if you, it wasn't on purpose, like what benefit does this provide to Canada? What situation is, in, in, in what world is it a benefit to Canada to just let someone give birth here and be, have a Canadian citizen I, as a child? Like, I, don't, I don't think it's a like, wor- I don't think it's a worry of ours to be a melting pot anymore, to be honest. No, it's not. And it's, like, uh, like that's the thing is like, you know, I have a lot of opinions on the whole immigration issue. And like the thing is, right, like right now, you know, there's a reason people are coming to Canada. There is. 
And the reason is it's nice to live here. It really is. It's a great place to live. It's a great place to raise a family. It's reasonably safe. Our government is reasonably not retarded, though that's debatable. Um, you know, and... It's some of the least retarded government available. Which isn't saying a whole lot, but, you know, that it's good. We have never come close to voting Donald Trump for president. True. I, well, we did have Harper, uh, but... Who is still retarded, but yeah, not, not Trump. Not Trump still. Um, but that said, it's like, you know, I would like very much to keep Canada a pretty sweet place to live. And... You know, like I've well, gotten in this argument with people before where it's like people act like Canada. the rest of the world somehow has a right to Canada. And it's like, no, they don't. Well, Canada is kind of the biggest pushover. Yeah. Because, yeah, we have laws like this that allow people to come in sort of willy nilly. We have like a wave of immig immigrants coming in yep. that are inflating house prices. We have... Foreign well, investors buying property that that's skyrocketing <laughs> Vancouver, Calgary. That's a whole other story, too, is the whole foreign investment like, thing in the real estate there, market. There's a whole bunch of bullshit that allows other countries to come in, fuck with Canada's economy, and then leave. They don't even have to be here. Yep. Um, so with the whole like immigration thing, like to me, like, I'm sorry, but you do not have a right to live in Canada. You don't. You the same as we don't have a right to live in any other country but our own. Exactly. Like, and like, I mean, I hate to be that guy sometimes, but I think a lot of, you know, it has to be said that like, maybe fix your own fucking country instead of, you know, coming here and ruining this one, you know, like, it, it, like it sounds super bigoted, but the, like the thing is like, it, say you're a homeowner and you're renting your house to a group of people and then you have another group of people coming here and you can see where they used to live and the grass is growing fucking huge. You know, their dad is fucking like an abusive alcoholic and well, they're, they're living in a shitty situation. You know, the brother is a fucking convict and just in general, their house is a fucking mess. Well, can you blame that homeowner for maybe not wanting them to just fucking walk in the front door? Yeah. You know, it's like, get your shit fixed up. And, you know, prove that you are a functioning member of society and then we'll talk. You can't just, you know, just pop out, pop out a baby, pop out a baby and then just like, OK, I'm here now. The thing I don't the thing I especially don't like about this, like I'm all for I'm all for, you know, introducing like, like you know, giving new people an, another chance and, you know, wanting to live somewhere better and stuff like that. Yep. I'm down for that. But the problem is, is like uh, I've mentioned I've mentioned before helping people uh write their permanent their PR papers and uh like sending them letters of recommendation and stuff to stay here and everything and the money they have to spend and the shit they have to go through to become to become a permanent resident in Canada and it's like, well, if only I was a, la a pregnant lady that came here from wherever and just yeah. pooped out a baby. And like, that's the other thing, too, is like on the same thread, like actually Canada right now, by the way, I should actually point this out, because if you are a Canadian citizen, it's a very, very, very good opportunity for you to sort of get your voice in. Um, the Canadian government right now has opened up a... Um, uh, basically an inquiry to ask people how they feel about the current immigration laws, actually. And um, so uh, I'm just trying to pull it up here. 
so the they uh oh god they uh basically the canadian government has an inquiry open right now to talk about their current immigration laws and how the country feels about it uh so uh i think cbc did an article on it uh if you just go to if you just google it actually it should come up but you will have an opportunity to voice your concerns about it brilliant which is good um and you know that is one of the things that i really really you know the whole birth thing in in the thread that uh sorry the reason i brought it up is because in the thread people were talking about this there was a guy talking about how it's taking over a year for him to get the paperwork for his wife to become a permanent resident. Meanwhile, people can pop out a baby and send, yeah. And then on top of that, if he had lied on the paperwork and said that she wasn't married to him and she was just coming in, she would have had the ability to work within three months. That's so crazy. Yeah. That's it, so back. That's it's, so ass backwards. Yeah, the, the fact ridiculous. that you do have to support someone for an entire year before even before the paperwork the... even gets processed to start it. It, it, like that's it's so just ridiculous so it's like to me like yeah you marry someone well they've got a right to live in the country that their fucking husband lives in you know like that that is basic and it's like the other thing too is like when you're coming to this country should we let people immigrate to canada fucking of course we should there's plenty of good people in the world who should definitely be allowed to live here who are gonna work who are gonna pay bills who are going to buy things in canada and support a family in canada and increase the canadian economy they're going to you know go to mcdonald's and support that 15 year old who's trying to you know get a job at fucking mcdonald's or they're they're gonna go to the fucking construction business who's just trying to build shit and get their deck built kind of thing these are people we want here in canada even if they don't have like a phd but like people who are just willing to you know work uh, in fucking construction or the oil field or be plumbers you know but people who are willing to come to canada become a part of canadian culture that one is important to me you have to be willing to you know if you're coming here i'm sorry but that means that you're coming here and you need to be a part of canada i don't you know we don't want you like well i can't say we but i don't want you to bring the bullshit that you left your country for here yeah you know it's it's you know there's a reason you left that country leave that shit there you can bring your fucking your food and you know your your culture and the things that you're proud of here with you but like Maybe leave the bullshit behind. <clears throat> oh, definitely. Yeah. Like you don't need to bring all that excess baggage with you. Exactly. Just bring the baggage that that's actual baggage. Don't you bring know, the bring, cultural baggage. Bring the hairdryer. Don't bring the sink. Yes. You know, uh, and become a part of Canada, because like I said, it's a great country to be in. It's a great country to live for. And coming here, you should be proud of it. And like, I'm not like, I'm not even just like the white guy saying this either, because like I've talked to several people I work with who all actually immigrated here and all of them have the same opinion. It's like, why would you come here and try to turn this country into the bullshit that you left? You know? Yeah. When you well, like going to Texas reason. and being like, I don't like how many guns there are. I'm going to change how many guns there are. Yeah. Maybe just yeah. go live in fucking just don't live in Texas, Seattle, you know, it like, well, don't, don't live in the States. Yeah. Or that. Um, so it's just, I don't know. There, there's a lot of things around it, but it's, and there's a lot of people who deserve to be here, but there's also a people, a lot of people who don't deserve to be here. 
And it's like, you know, I think we need to fix that. We really do. <laughs> we need we need to let Trump build his wall <laughs> and use that to keep everybody out. Uh, not everybody, just the bullshit. Just keep the bullshit out. <laughs> That's all I want. Maybe it'd be like a bullshit, like a screen door he can yeah. just build along the whole way. Yeah. Just keep the bullshit out the, and let the fresh breeze in. The bullshit sieve? Yes. We'll, we'll, we'll have like a mosquito net just to keep the bloodsuckers out. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah. Was that all that was in that email? Uh, Yes. Yeah. So bottom line, moral <laughs> of the story, uh, no more birthright to Canadian citizenship. That needs to go the fuck away. Yeah, no, because that's bullshit. Like, if you've never been here and you're only tied to Canada is the fact that you had a baby here, I'm sorry, but we need to ship you back to where you came from so you can get that baby a birth certificate kind of thing. Like, Yeah, it's not, it's not really cool that yeah. it's just like, oh, by the way. And like that said, I'm not going to say that you shouldn't come to Canada because we have good hospitals because you, that you want to give birth in. That's perfectly fine. That is A-OK. Yeah, if you want A-plus medical care and, like, you know. You know, and, and, and like, you don't trust your country's hospitals to deliver your baby properly, by all means, come to Canada. But you don't get citizenship for it. No, you know? no. Immediate citizenship is that, a bit. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, if you want the several-hour wait times, you can come to Canada, sure. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, that's the thing. It's like, you know. You're perfectly welcome to after you've had your baby and your baby is a citizen of fucking like Venezuela or wherever the fuck you're from. And, you know, you're perfectly welcome to apply for a visa and permanent residency after the fact, you know, kind of thing. But it's like just you're just giving it to them. Isn't it? <laughs> like yeah. That's a little stupid. So that's, that's a bit much. Anyway, I and, think we should move on. Any hoodle. All right, our next email is from our lovely friend, Colfi. Colfi writes, Dear Flank Steak, Chicken Wing, Spaghetti, and Mutton Chop. Uh, I like these. Yeah, these, I, like them every I, time. I like these. I like them every time. <laughs> uh, just a quick question. Because I'm thinking about hosting a panel at MFF, what can I do to prepare, to blah, to blah, 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 to prepare for it? And what advice can you give to people that would want to host a panel in the future? Step one, drink. No- Step one, be knowledgeable. Step two, be interesting. Step three, be funny. What panel are you doing? Yeah. That's also important. Uh, because generally, the more... Kofi, you- I know you're in the chat. What panel are you doing? Yeah. Because, uh, you know, the, generally when you're doing a panel, the more you know about what you're doing and about what you're talking about, the more interesting people are um, going to find it. Also, I mean, every good show that I've had on a podcast has had show notes, have show notes. Yep. They are wonderful. And if you ever lose your place, you can pick up on just uh, whatever, you, uh, culinary furs. Don't do what I do. Do as I say. Have show notes. And if you're doing culinary stuff, uh, know how to cook. That would be important. Know what you're talking is about. It, what what is it a meat? The cook is a profession. Um, I mean that you could probably just go off the cuff. Yep. Yeah. If if you are a professional, then you, I'm you probably more know what than, you're talking about. Yeah, I I'm fairly confident you will have more than enough to talk about. Honestly, I think I think being knowledgeable, being energetic, and being entertaining. Yeah, Thank have you. a couple energy drinks before your panel. Is you know, have a general idea of what you want to talk about. Figure out what you're going to say, and, at least to, like, start the dialogue. And also be prepared to have all of that go out the fucking window uh, as well. So, 
you know, there's that. Be prepared. Well, I would, as opposed to like an outline, I would say have conversation starters. Yep. Something that you can just start off from point blank and just go with it. Yep. Be prepared also for uh, everything that you say to not go the way you planned. Oh, bring water. Yep. And or alcohol. One of the two or both. Water or Beverage of choice. Yep. Ah, so next email here. Uh, hey, beef scales, rug wiggles, and horn hound. <laughs> Jesus. These, these <laughs> names. Um, quick one in lieu of my segment this week. I'm not sure if you guys saw this, but there was a bit of drama during the uh, MLB All-Stars game. Oh, really? Uh, while the group, the tenors, were singing O Canada, one member went and changed his line to something including all lives matter while holding oh. up a placard that's that he'd stashed in his pocket. The guy has since been suspended from the group, Twitter, et cetera, blew up and it's been around, uh, been all around insane. My first thoughts thoughts is that of course, don't you dare change my national anthem to make a political statement. Uh, Gerd, the guy did uh, that did it keeps claiming that he didn't mean it as a counter to BLM, but yeah, damage done. Uh, thoughts. Uh, first off, yeah, fuck you for changing the national anthem. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. not okay. That's not okay. You know, it's the same thing as uh, those people taking over Pride. Fuck them. Yeah. And yeah. also, fuck you for pulling the same bullshit. Um, yeah, it's not, that's not, a, you can make your own private statement at any time, but you don't. That's something you don't mess with. Like, yep. I'm sorry, but you don't mess with the national anthem because you have a personal, like, it, because you have a personal political view or, uh, you know, something that you feel you need to get off your chest or support or something like that. Yep. R- write a letter, you yeah. know. You know, it's in a, especially if it, like, changes the, you know, changes the meaning of the anthem, you know, kind well, of thing. This this just sort of goes to what we were talking about, like, Find your own fucking thing to, like, go and do it without interrupting other people's yep. fun. Yeah. You know, it's like... Like, a fucking basketball game has nothing to do with your shitty political agenda. Yep. So, um, but on your second point, where he was claiming that he didn't mean it as a counter to BLM... Yeah, he did. Yeah. Also, why not? What the hell could else could he mean? I really wish these people that were saying things like, you know, the whole all lives matter and all that shit, and we're trying to counter BLM, would just have the fucking balls to say it, because why wouldn't you be against that, a fucking terror organization? And, well, and nobody believes you, because all lives matter is a direct counterpoint yeah. to Black Lives Matter. I mean... I've said it before on this show. Fuck Black Lives Matter. They're a hate group. Uh, There is currently a petition in the Canadian government to try to get them labeled accordingly. Um, They've done they've done basically more damage to the whole racial movement thing than they've done good. They've only succeeded in generating more hatred and all they do is divisive race baiting bullshit. Honestly, all it is, all it is, is the race version of the of the gender bullshit with the SJWs. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's li- it's because this is okay, so that means this is okay. Yeah, and that's and all people are doing. It, it's like. You know, I see it and people are like, you know, people are buying into it because, you know, of course, nobody wants to see black people getting shot by cops. You know, nobody thinks that's cool. Nobody wants to see anybody getting shot by cops 
unless they too yeah. have a have a gun and are but, escaping police. Yeah, like, but even then, like even just specifically on the race issue, right? You know, does do we want to see racial discrimination by police? Of fucking course not. Of course that's a shitty thing. Yeah. And and the thing is, people are buying into BLM, acting like, you know, if you don't support BLM, obviously you're a racist and think that cops don't have a problem with black people, which is not the case, right? I can be against racial discrimination by police and also say fuck off BLM in the same breath. Like, they're not fucking mutually exclusive again it's just the it's the taking that idea too far yeah and making it instead of empowering one thing that you're supposed to be empowering you're degrading everything yeah. else um, by empowering that so you're uh, not actually empowering was, everything and it, like just... either the day before or day after that dallas shooting happened it was like right around the same time there was a huge protest where they shut down yet another highway and guess what there was a sick fucking kid caught on the highway while they had it shut down like you know it, it, it's like fuck blm fuck all of them and like i had this discussion too i was even talking with Carr about it when he was saying you know well not all of them are you know you know like a lot of them are just good people who actually care and you know what you're you're right a lot of them are a lot of people don't under don't haven't seen the shitty things that they do but the thing is like i like i told him you know it doesn't matter what the intention of the rest of them are if the organization itself is bigoted and terrible you know it, it's like if you know, fucking Microsoft, just to throw a name out there, not to say that they are, because Microsoft has always been pretty good about the whole rights thing and standing up. Um, but just to name it, let's just throw out a company as a hypothetical. Say Steve Ballmer one day just decides, you know, uh, as Microsoft as a company is no longer going to support uh, gay marriage or gay people and uh, fuck gay people. And we're going to dump a bunch of money into these, you know, for the family groups and shit like that well that means microsoft as a company is homophobic its employees might not be the people that work for it might not yeah, hold but those same organization views, but the organization is. is and that's what's happening with black lives matter the organization is racist bigoted and hate group it doesn't matter what the people in it think the organization is by nature flawed. the organization is based on a certain viewpoint which is less than desirable so therefore it's not you know it's not the it's not the organs it's kind of the shell that everyone sees right and exactly I mean, you're you're fueling you're fueling a hate machine with yep. with good intentions basically right it's like the road to hell was paved with good intentions yep right it's no different than that and that's exactly what's going on is is good decent people that think that they're fighting for the proper thing are fueling an organization that is doing the directly wrong thing that yep. you should be doing in order to make this go in a good direction rather than just in a more racist direction. Exactly. And like, since this happened, like there's a bunch of shit coming out. Uh, the editor of, I think it was like Ebony magazine or something uh, has come out saying that she's not sure that killing white people should actually be considered a hate crime because, you know, if you're killing white people because they're white, which that's stupid. Like, uh, you know, there, there's stuff like there was another, uh police shooting like they're like by this time a guy wearing a blm shirt and uh, like you know it, it, like this group is not generating love or compassion or any kind of resolution it's generating hate it's generating fanatics yep right 
It's it's no different than the Black Panthers or any other one of those movements. Well, you know what it is. It, well, and it's no different than just flipping. Like again, you can't. How how do you think that solving a problem is making the problem worse and increasing the issue? Yep. Is all they're doing. The only <clears throat> thing I think everyone can agree with me that the only thing that gives racism power is honestly is giving it is is getting a super offended at stupid shit yeah and is causing racist situations when there's no actual racist situation yep honestly flipping out about racism is exactly what gives racism power exactly so yeah i think we have talked about that long enough though <laughs> it's ridiculous uh, retaliating with more racism is just like the worst possible fighting racism for with that. racism yes yeah. it's so, like oh you're racist i'm going to be more racist back at you yeah like fighting that. bigotry with bigotry like, that doesn't fighting. work like, I, like there's that video of that guy screaming at the other dude screaming you're a fucking white male and i'm like i see that and i'm just like how is that helping at all yeah, that's not a solution, but you're like, oh, good. Speaking out. of things that you're mad at me for, for things that you can't help being. Yeah, exactly. Like, fuck off. <laughs> Wait, you didn't say that all black people do a thing, but I'm still going to blame you for doing this thing because you're white and a man. Yeah. Yeah. Ta da. <laughs> anyway, everyone is racist uh, sometimes. We have one more email left. One more? Yep. One. It's your email. Is it? Yep. Uh, this one's from Billy the Ferret. Hello, Bullface, Catsnake, and Chosen Undead. This is what you get when I have not time to write. Uh, I know you guys watch YouTubers, but are there any streams you guys like? Personally, I like the Northern Lions crew and Vinesaw streamers. From Billy the Ferret. Um, I actually don't watch a lot of streamers. Though, pro tip, if you're ever feeling lonely and it's late at night and you, you know, you don't have it, no one's up and you just kind of need some company. Pro tip, go to Twitch, find yourself a streamer that has, you know, very few viewers or subscribers, like, you know, the like 10 viewers kind of thing. Just go there and hang out and chat. They will love you for it and they will talk to you. And it's kind of actually a good time. You, huh. you don't feel as alone. That sounds nice. Yeah, it is. It's pretty nice. Uh, so do um, that. I actually do watch Northern Lion. Um, I usually fall asleep to his Binding of Isaac videos. Uh, Game Grumps. And that's that's mainly it. I've only just sort of started watching the group streams that Northern Lion does with a few other people. Their Overwatch games are actually pretty good. Yep. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much just the just the grumps. I think is my. You know what? Honestly, I try to watch. I try to watch like other streamers, but it just doesn't. I don't know. It's hard to get into. <laughs> yeah, but see, but you see, have to like the streamer, like get to know them, and then they have to be good. Yeah, they have well, to be both at the same time. Well, yeah, like let's put it though, like like Markiplier. I'm sure he's an awesome guy. But I find him boring. I I used to like Markiplier more before. I find he overreacts. Like he, he overreacts because he knows people are watching. He used yeah. to not do that. And I liked him a lot more for it back yeah. in the day. And I understand why he does it, right? To make it more it, exciting. It, it used to be he more... was like super earnest and like 
thoughtful, but now he just kind of yells at shit and yep. screams a lot. But it's, I don't know, it just doesn't seem <clears throat> like, it's not a natural reaction, and that it's really off-putting. Yeah. And it's just, honestly, most of the time, I just, I don't want to watch other people play video games. I'd rather just play video games. I actually yeah. enjoy watching other people play I, video games. I grew up watching other people play video games all the time, so. Yeah. When I, when I watch when I watch somebody like I'm hanging out with play video games, I'm fine with that. I could watch that all day. It's some reason just being on YouTube and watching somebody else play video games. They got to have a fairly specific personality. Well, yeah. And it's kind of disjointed. See, like that's why with the grumps, I find that my personality sort of melds with theirs fairly well in the way that they're kind like, of ridiculous and a little bit random. And they, Danny, they have fun. Like Danny reminds me of you a lot, actually. Yeah. And I fucking love Danny. It, they're, like, they're amazing and they're funny like i've never i've never laughed so much and at, i think anything ever actually I was, yeah. I was i was hanging with a buddy uh yesterday and we were remarking like dan just doesn't play the video games he just sits there and talks but the thing and is, that makes like the most of game grumps yeah it really does listening he, to danny i actually don't like for me i actually don't like when dan plays like uh, I, he's better commentary than he is oh, he's a player. An amazing commentary. Yeah, well, and, like that—that's the thing. It works for Danny not to play the video games. Yes, yeah. and like I—I've I, mostly this, because of how much he makes fun of Aaron. Yeah. when Aaron and sucks. Like, I, the thing I love about Danny, and the reason Danny is my favorite of the Game Grumps, is actually because he is such a good support personality for Game Grumps, right? Like, and, and like. You know, it, it when I, I've said it before and like people have said, like, you know, just uh, be, like people think it's like reducing him to just the support guy. But the thing is, it's arguably more important than Aaron, because I have seen Aaron with other people like I've seen Aaron with Markiplier. He's terrible. He is terrible when, well, like, when, when Danny, he's not with s- certain people, right? And it's that's like with anyone. Danny though, is right? the balancing like, force to Ego Raptors, like really kind of over the top personality. Yeah. Well, like he's the catalyst, right? The, yeah. The two of them are a dynamic duo. Like I love them both, and they need to like, both be together yeah. to make that they're, magic happen. They're they're two parts of the teeter totter. Like yeah. yeah. Aaron is on one side freaking out, and da- uh, and Danny is like the stone on the other side that keeps yeah. him level. Well, th- like the way I even see it is, it's like you know you've got you've got plutonium, which is pretty badass on its own, but like by itself, it doesn't really do anything. It just kind of sits there and is radioactive. But when you add the reactor. <laughs> that's when shit starts getting interesting you know it's like you can't like like plutonium is kind of reactive on its own but i mean when it just sits there by itself it's not that interesting it's when you add the reactor well, that cool shit starts to happen so, some of the greatest game so, ground moments are like when aaron's just sitting there sucking ass at a video game and danny's just like oh yeah i love how you like completely missed that yeah fucking it's giant like, blue monster over there there you go there you go you got it I, I was just like the you, you okay yeah it just like chimes in he's like yeah you, you okay not, there big you, cat you, you doing all right yeah. <laughs> um but yeah uh so i don't know danny is the perfect support character i think you know and anyone who plays overwatch knows how important the support is if you don't have support you're fucked and you know what even better when the game grumps yeah play like, overwatch yeah when you've got you know, a really good Lucio on your team. 
you just win. Like every time you just win. I, I don't know what it is, but you do. You just win. <laughs> like, <laughs> also, you did the thing Roland did and called him Lucio. I did too, didn't I? Ah, ah, that's amazing. Lucio. Lol. Lucio. Lucio. Hey, Lucio. You get over here to give it a pizza. Lucario. Lucar- His name is Lucario now. Yep. Lucario. Um, but yeah. Luchario. Lucio. <laughs> uh, the H is silent, asshole. Uh, so I think that, that, yeah, that's it for the emails. That's it. Uh, so I guess we'll call it here. This has been a long fucking episode. Oh Does my it? God. Yeah, it is now. Well, um, it's the emails, right? We're we just bordering got on some... it's, it's only 11. We're getting off easy. Yeah, we're going on two hours now. So and getting into some intense conversation with the email. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, so I guess, um, I guess we'll call it here. So, uh, we'd like to thank, um, Scream Fox and Omari for the music and the logos, respectively. Uh, Definitely huge thank you to all of our patrons on Patreon. Thank you, thank you, thank you. you. If you would like to contact us or uh, join our Patreon or find us on YouTube, by the way, all the people on YouTube definitely like and subscribe, comment, all that shit. Um, we will. I, I mean, if we do get some decent YouTube comments, we will read those too. Uh, alternately, you can send us an email. Uh, you can find our contact forums, links to everything that we do on our website at unfurled.net. Uh, you can also just send us an email to us at unfurled.net. That's us at unfurled.net. Um, yeah, that's everything. Okay, thanks. Love you. Bye bye. Bye bye. These guys. <laughs> What kind of sign off is that? What kind of sign off? It's a perfect sign off. Kale of you, bye bye. It's perfect. Y- you know sign-off. what? You know what? As long as you don't steal Notcast, that's all I ask. <laughs> Good night and big balls. Yeah, just don't steal someone else's sign off. <laughs> Next time on Unfurled. Yeah. Ne- I will see. That's- we will see you in the next podcast. Yeah. Bye bye. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> and also, Kofi. Or we. But can- by the way, Lucio's not OP. It's OP McCree. Everyone knows that. <laughs> That's his official name. OP Mercy. We could just spend each episode stealing another podcast sign off. Yeah, we could. <laughs> just do a run of them? Yeah. Uh, that's terrible. All right, everyone. Well, that's my mama. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck the kind bang of pal right to the moon. <laughs> uh, no. As usual. We love you and we'll miss you.